What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Come with me if you want to live. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. The Force will be with you. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host, Scott Weatherly, and it's gonna it's a well, what we're doing today, it's a it's what we we've I've completely lost the plot on this one. We're going back to what we've done before. We're going, I've got returning people. Uh, this is uh, uh now that's what I call Christ Almighty, you know what I've been doing. This is now that's what I call, and this is gonna be the Expender Bells. We're returning to female action heroes, and just like modern Hollywood, we have three white guys. And a woman casting a full a full female cast because uh, that's how we do things on this podcast apparently. So I'm going to run around. I've got three fantastic guests joining me, and I'm going to go from who's joined first. So first, Tony Farina, great Tony Farina. How are you doing, Tony? You okay? I'm very well. As I said before we hit recording, my wife and I have been talking about this incessantly for the past few days. So <laughs> I'm very excited. She's not a big action movie fan, but she knows enough mm. to know. So she's like, ooh, what about this? What about this? So I'm very excited to hear the final list. This is so she knows fun. enough, Thanks. but now she knows more. You've educated. She'll know more when this is over. And she'll be like, exactly. okay, can we be done talking about that? Excellent. Isn't that why you were on that show? Yeah. So I didn't yeah. have to hear you we're done. About it. Draw, draw a line. We're done. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thanks for having me here, my okay. friend. Next guest, another regular one before. Jack, how are you doing? You okay? I'm great, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this conversation. I haven't been bouncing off anybody because Emma wasn't that interested, sadly. She gave me a lot of suggestions yesterday. To be fair, I was like, well, what do you think? And then for, for about five minutes, it would be go quiet for 30 seconds. Oh, but there's this person. Oh, but save. <laughs> and, and then she ebbed away, then she was done. But I think um, it's probably about 10 years ago when this idea of this project was first announced, wasn't it? The Expender Bells. Mm-hmm. And I know, know that I showed it with you guys. I put out around that time, I was like, oh, who would my Dreamcast be? So it is something that's been in the back of my mind for a, a good decade. Just and there's a few people. Are, yeah. yeah there's a few people that have stayed on the list, but mm. but there's You've been quite a few. Yeah, but in, yeah, pressed F five. <laughs> Excellent. And last but by no means least, our very own Expender Bell. She's coming back to talk about action heroes. Ria, how are you doing? You okay? Hello, I am good, thank you. I have not been bouncing this off anybody for two reasons. One, my other half, he does not care for action films although we have recently been watching a lot of Nicolas Cage's back catalogue which he's been thoroughly enjoying so that is fantastic but also just as soon as we talked about this project I knew absolutely who was on my list um (laughs) I was like yeah I've got I've got my six people bam done uh and so today I actually wrote them down and now I'm ready to go fantastic there are rules to this we have to play by the rules. We've already done this. So I will run oh God, This is rules. when I find out none of mine are in the rules. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's, it's no rules in the sense of it. It's basically we, we did use, or I sort of used, the expendables as the, the template. So the idea, ladies and gentlemen, we went off and we formed our teams. We have a leader and five other members. That's a six-member team. They have a mentor, someone who's sort of like there to guide them and, and probably find their jobs. And then we have a villain uh, the key villain, and that villain obviously has a henchwoman, someone who's there to to kick ass and take some names. So all in all, we've got six, so we've got nine people on this in this casting. There'll be obviously more, but this is our main cast. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with our team. 
we shall run through which we discussed that then we'll talk about the mentor and then we'll talk about the baddies because the baddies are always best when they're, they're coming last so I, I won't go first because uh you know it's my show but i want the, the let's let's get the the guests come on first so i'm going to jot it around we'll, we'll go around again so Rhea, you sound like you you know you had this down pat so go on then hit me with your six who are the people okay. that you've got as your six well I think my my leader is probably going to be on other people's lists. If not, shame on all of you. But it's Michelle Yeoh, obviously. Uh, so she is 100% my leader. She is the queen of action. Uh, badass. Own stunts. Doing crazy shit. In fact, I saw a video today of her where she just rode her motorcycle three times. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all saw it today on social media. Insane. And I was like, well, that's why she is on my list as my leader. Done. <laughs> and again, she was like the first name when we were putting this together that went in my head. So that's my leader. I'm presuming there's not going to be any arguments against that. Now it gets into my team. Now my team, I've really, I, I say I've really thought about it, but there's the first person I'm going to say on my team. And I can't decide whether I want this actress from like her, what I wouldn't say is is her action prime, not her life prime, because yeah. I would say she's still in her prime now. So I, I'm, I'm up to, for debating this, but it is Lucy Lawless. And I'm saying, do I want her from peak Xena Warrior Princess time? Or, you know, do I want her from like now where she is absolutely in her prime, but slightly less badass? So am I like 1995 Xena years? Or am I older badass years now? So... <laughs> I mean, Evil Dead TV show is amazing. That's what I mean. Like, she's obviously... Shield for a second, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's actually one of the first things that popped into my head in Shield. So, Lucy Lawless, who is just incredible. Uh, Next up, which I have a feeling will be on Jack's list, which is Zoe Saldana. (laughs) Uh, That's, you know, what is there to say about this woman? She started off being, well... First of all, she's badass in centre stage, which if none of you have watched, go and watch. Like, it's the classic ballet film. Crossroads, let's not forget. Crossroads, exactly. She's badass in all of these. And then people start going, why don't we give her some guns? You're like, holy shit, yes, well done. Very good job, that was right. And then they start teaching her, like, karate and shit. And I'm just like, and now she's doing badass backflips and fighting and stuff. So Zoe Saldana. And she plays Ohura. Yeah, exactly. Badass. So that's, that's a tough role to fill for boys. And she doesn't does she it, do doesn't it she? Beautifully. Yeah. Grace. Grace and strength. Love it. I'm just caning through this list. I hope that's okay. Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then, and then second up, and then, well, not second up. Next up is my second Zoe, Zoe Bell, because why would we not? And we discussed her, Scott, on very mm-hmm. briefly mm-hmm. On, um, on our action ladies. And then finally, no list would be complete without this most amazing woman, Jennifer Garner. I couldn't do it. It couldn't. She had to be on the list. I've only done five. The leader plus five. Yeah. Six. Yeah. How many okay. have I done? Michelle, Lucy, Zoe, Zoe. Jen- I've only done five. Oh my mm. god! This is why I was so <laughs> damn cocky because I was like, I've got this shit. You don't have your sixth foot. Yeah. I don't have my sixth person. I have my I was I have my teacher hat on, you did, see, I was paying did, attention. Did you oh not write you just said you wrote them down? What's in front of you? Come on. I was, I'm too cocky. This is why. 
I can't get over this. And the thing is, I've not gone for, um, oh, actually, maybe we do guessing. So I have not gone for Mila Jovovich because I know she's going to be on Tony's list. So that's not happening. But she is, I can't believe that I've just gone through it. She is an action lady. And I reckon you can probably guess her. It's an actress that I really like in a film that I really like and I like the film because it talks about going from one place to another and then back again and somehow it's the best storytelling ever can you guess who it is Charlie Theron thank you yep <clears throat> <laughs> yeah absolutely all like those she's she has turned herself into an action star which it I appreciate what I love yeah. so much when you think about when she first started and now and how she's and how her career's graduated but it's Jack, you can tell us how to pronounce her surname now, can't you? Oh, Thron, I believe. Thron. Yeah, yeah Thron. we've all been saying it wrong our whole yeah. life. Oh. Damn us for not speaking Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I went really quickly through my list then. Do, do you remember when we did the draft and I like had all of these reasons? And I was like, and this is why, and like justifying it. I'm not justifying this list. You don't this need to justify it. This is just, a, yeah, this is most of this is just going to be because they're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. pretty much is it. Yeah, as we said in our private chat, they could all kick my ass. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I really struggled because I wanted, I wanted some actresses who felt strong didn't just mm. play strong characters because one of the things and scott and i discussed this i find quite annoying is unless it's you know you're doing the buffy the vampire slayer thing with supernatural powers i don't like it when they don't look physically tough like they could do the things that they're doing so i did have to base it well in my head anyway because I, I knew the list and then i did go are they actually also physically strong people who could could do you believe things? them in a fight yeah, yeah. And I was pleased that in for me in my list, yes, yeah. they all. This are. is the Scarlett jo- the Scarlet Johansson. Yeah, she is nowhere near my list. She's like, not an act. She's no. not an action star. She's no. not. And she, yeah, never looks convincing. Some oh, good Emma, people. She's going to be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's I mean, very we, good we, actress, we could, but I just, I just mm, find it. Seems, I sort of struggle. we could talk about that as well. <laughs> yeah. Different podcast. She I, won't I'm, listen. I, it's fine. I'm yeah. a fan of Scarlett want. Johansson, but I don't think she's an action star, and I think no. she needs a good director and a good script. Yes. Cool. Well, there's some people that you know, Michelle Yeoh. I'm gonna um, want to come back to that as well. Um, but yeah, um, as leader, anyone else? Because anything you want to throw at, at Rhea's list at this point? I think that's a I think that's a banging list. I mm. I, I I mean we we definitely have one crossover, so I'm Ooh. excited about that. And you knew what it was. I mean you'll all you'll know what it is as soon as it hits. So no, I'm excited. I, I um yeah, I just I want to bite my tongue because I have so go go on, go on go on go then Tony Tony give us your list then. Okay, no, no, list, before I Tony goes, her. I think you're probably going to tell that uh, Rhea and I grew up in the same house. <laughs> right, sure. So let's have somebody. Let's have somebody with some variety. <laughs> yeah, sure. So my leader is um not Michelle Yeoh. It's Ming Na Wen. Oh, my my list is Gen X badass lady. Now. <laughs> I'm a Gen Xer. We get shit on. So I went the full gamut of Gen X from the so so. My leader is at the high end of Gen X. Like she, believe it or not, you guys, if you looked at her, you would never know it. Ming Na Wen, born in 1963. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. You can fuck right off. How dare <laughs> Absolute you look fountain of youth. Yeah. I love her. She is like she was on a TV show called The Single Guy, a sitcom when I was a kid. I like who's that? She's awesome. And then I've just followed her. She's amazing. So. Mingo wins my leader because duh. Everybody listens to her. 
Then my list. Um, I'm going to jump right to it, Rhea, the one that crosses over. Um, how do we have a list of action badass Gen Xers if I don't have Jennifer Garner? Yes. And I'll tell you what, Peppermint, I saw it in the theater. Yeah. I almost cried a little how much I love Peppermint. And it was so disappointing. That, that film is so underrated. It's so fucking good. And you know what's funny? During the pandemic, they put it on Netflix. And everybody's like, oh, Jennifer Garner made this awesome Netflix movie. You guys should all see it. And I was like, you motherfuckers, you could have gone to see it in the theater. <laughs> so fingers crossed that it gets a sequel because all the people saw it during the pandemic. They're like, oh, my God. She's in such great shape in that. She's great. And of it course, was Prime Mila. here, like it hit Prime here. Yeah, it was. It did well, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I loved Peppermint. And it's set up for a sequel. And I will mm -hmm. go see that. I will break my not going to the theater streak to go see Peppermint. Mm -hmm. So um, then, of course, Mila. I'm sorry. I love Mila. Mila is the queen for me. Um, then, um, <laughs> then I, so here's what I need. You talked about is it somebody who can, who you believe or don't believe? But she's, she didn't start as an action star, but her first movie she actually played a bank robber and she's gone up and down and played lots of things and she's playing an action star on tv right now and i'm going for the queen herself queen latifah she's okay. her now yes she is yeah and so you know she's funny she's charming as fuck and set it off is a goddamn amazing movie jack and i you talked about how great set it off is that was her first movie it's unbelievable so queen latifah oh um then Here's my two that, that are that when you look at them, you wouldn't know they're Gen Xers. Uh, Denai Gararia, who is uh, from Black Panther. Mm -hmm. Listen, the first I didn't know who she was until I saw Black Panther, and you can't take your eyes off her. And every oh, scene she's okay. in, every scene she's in, you're like, wow, wow. And I know I don't know what they're going to do with the new The Black Panther, and everybody's like, oh, it's going to be Lupicia, which is fine, or it's going to be Shuri. That's fine. I'm sorry, you've got this woman, this actor, who's prime, <laughs> who's doing all of her own stunts. Give her the Black Panther helm and I will be thrilled. So I so think we, she's amazing. I so think did you just, not watch The Walking Dead then? Because she's Michonne in The Walking Dead. Yeah. I didn't, I've never watched The Walking Dead. Sensational. Does she do lots of close fighting in that too? Yeah, yeah and she's sword fighting and she's just so, she's, she's so like the way she embodies Michonne is so strong and powerful. And and you were like, this woman would kill me. She would fucking some kill of you. us and, find that strangely sexy. It, right? And honestly, <laughs> the fact that she shaved her head and went all in at Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. She's fascinating in that movie because again. Like the the pool hall scene when she shows yes. up in the pool hall, I, I I just honestly stunned. That's you know Black Panther is the only Marvel movie I saw twice in the theater, and it's mostly because of her. It's like <laughs> I I need to see what's happening there. So my final one, and this is she's at the bottom end of the Gen X list. When you look at her, you're like, there's no way she's a Gen Xer, but she is. She slowly made the move into action star, and this may be controversial. But the last few movies I've seen her in, I'm impressed. And she is my dream casting for Jessica Cruz, Gina Rodriguez, Jane the Virgin herself. That's my list. Mm. Her so last two team. action movies have not been great, but she's great in them. And that's the thing. Like, she's like, she's fully committed. Like, Awake is bad, but she's all in on it. And she is she's got a good range of performance because if you're going to make an action film, you need somebody, it can't just all be camp. So you uh, need yeah. somebody who's like a good dramatic actor. So obviously you've got well, Jennifer Garner, Ming-Na Wen and Gina Rodriguez who can do the full. I, I, I want to intercede there and say you, yeah. you are mostly right. 
Um, however, I think there's a large portion of 80s action films that would tend to disagree. With... Totally true. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize for taking what you're saying. That. You, need, you need yeah. strong dramatic actors. And I'm going, really? Have you, have you seen Raw Deal? Have you seen no, I Commando? Have seen Raw Deal, of course. <laughs> and Tokyo, what's the one with Tango and Cash? Yeah, Tango and Cash. Showdown in Little Tokyo. Showdown Little Tokyo. There's no, yeah. So anyway, that's my list. Now we're talking my language. Let's go. <laughs> All right. That's a good list. Queen Thank Latifah, you. Jennifer Garner. I'm, I'm, I'm forming a bit of a sort of a backlist in my notes. Oh, you're like, just in case. Yeah. Latifah no, just names. I'm like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, Lee kind of talked me right into Queen Latifah because mm. I had somebody else on the list and we were talking around it. And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? After we talked about it, I'm like, nope, Latifah's got to be on the list. And she does. I'm happy that she's there. And I love that she's the equalizer now. I mm. love that she's like, this is who I am. I'm just I want a crossover now with her and um, Denzel. Denzel. I would watch the show. How shit cool out of would that. that be? Oh my amazing. god, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right, go on then, Jack. Hit us with your list. And then all right. There. So coming in the leads as Bessie Rachel. I've gone all in, I've given names to my characters. Um expendable fans will, will get where yeah. I got those yeah. names from. Um so Bessie Rachel is Michelle Yeoh. I've gone for her too. I just think the longevity she's had in her career and she's hit all these different periods of action stardom, like the early 80s Jackie Chan Hong Kong stuff and then the late 90s, early noughties Jane uh, Bond Girl and Waifu. And then she's doing it again when things like where she's playing the mentor role now in Gunpowder Milkshake and everything, everywhere, all at once. Which is just amazing. Uh, unbelievable, isn't it? So she just keeps like... Come, not coming back because she's never gone away, but she keeps almost like reinventing herself or yeah. keeps moving with the trends. I think she's um, amazing. Then in my kind of Statham type role, I've gone for Karen Ghislaine as Gale Force. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> Did you see Duel? She's so not yet. No, amazing. I love that movie. It's so stupid and I love everything about it. She's <laughs> so good. But to the point of what Rhea says, like I buy her every time. Like I buy her as Nebula, I buy her in Jumanji, I buy mm. her um in Gunpowder Mootshake again. Although that film is only very it's decent, it's average, but the casting of that movie yeah. was amazing. It's a weird one, that film, because it's one where like it, it's it's real 50-50. Like parts of it are dreadful. And somebody and I'm like, how is this? And then you get the scene, the next action scene is brilliant. And you're like, mm. I'm not entirely sure how this crap and this brilliance have just gone, like how this has happened, such inconsistency. I think they wrote it backwards. The third act, I remember when I finally watched it, I yeah. sent Jack a message. It was like, the third act of Gunpowder Milkshake. Holy fuck. I yeah, feel like the end they wrote the amazing. third act and then yeah. they're like, how do we get here? It doesn't yeah. matter. Let's just get to the... But yeah, I, 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 uh, I, su I support that casting. And then Zoe Saldana comes in for me. She's Hayley Comet. <laughs> but, you know, Rhea's spoken about her. And I think even when she's not on all that action star, like Avatar, she's not kind of all that action mm. there. Anahura in Trek, she still totally possesses the, the character of somebody who can handle herself in any situation. I think she's an astonishing actress. I think she's really underrated, actually. Mm. Uh, fourth yeah. on my team, a familiar name, Jennifer Garner pops up again. Here, she's Laurie Driver. <laughs> I'm going to get ponned out, Jack. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, there's Brilliant. a few more to go. There's a few more to go. That's a great name. Love it. But I think, you know, another one, like Electra in Daredevil and Electra, not good movies, but I buy her. She's mm -hmm. fine. Like, and what she had to work with, she, she pulled it out of the bag. 
and Alias is just one of those shows which can be watched forever and her performance in that show is one of the best things you'll ever see and then I oh yeah I skipped one I missed one in my list sorry so I've got Michelle Rodriguez in mine she is the, the the badass like nobody messes with Michelle Rodriguez and like her career has been made off the back of these kind of characters hasn't it so she can only be called Abza Stone <laughs> You're getting, some sort of, you're getting some sort of award for this. I know, <laughs> for sure. I know. I'm glad you went last, right? Because how could we have followed? I know. You imagine you just be like, yeah. oh, I didn't come up with any names or anything. Just, I'd have just been like, oh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, so, whatever. So, so <laughs> <laughs> and then rounding out my list is somebody who came today, like right at the last minute, but Sophia Butella. I think she's fantastic. So when she's obviously in The Kingsman. Mm. And she plays the like the villainess in Star Trek Beyond. No, she doesn't. She plays like the um that's it, just Elba. She plays like the she's, she's on the a, planet, isn't she? Yeah, she helps him out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, she was like, the she, mummy, she, she was the she, mummy in the new the Tom Cruise one. Which is an awful movie, as we all know, but it she's is. bloody great in it. Yeah, she's actually pretty good in it, yeah. So yeah, she rounds out my team as Amy O one. <laughs> That's my weakest pun. Sorry to end on the weakest one, but that's I was fine. running. I'd run no, out sorry. by this point. Yeah, that's fine. You got Amsterdam and Laurie Driver in there. Like that's that's, that's top shelf kind of work. Thank you, sir. So well done. Well done. That's my team of six. That is fantastic. That is a, there's some strong people. I'm, I've got you know, um, like Michelle Yeoh, and, and I'm talking about Queen Latifah. So good choice. Um, right, I'm going to give mine now. Actually, I think sort of, and then we have. A, I want a quick. Shufty between everybody's then, but uh, mine, mine sort of goes through and starts off with uh, the leader. I've gone with uh, Shelley's Thron as the leader. I just think she carries such, such an authority, like since even as a villain, like in the Fast and the Furious films, but like in, in uh, Fury Road and the, uh, the Old Guard, and that, like she just she just she carries herself in such a way that like she's badass, but like, yeah, you know, I'd follow Shelley's Thron to Helen back. Um, and, and probably not realize I've done it to be honest. Um, All three men nod. Yeah. <laughs> what I'll say to that. Ever, I'll tell you what. Ever since uh, it was, it's um, Hancock, isn't it? She plays. Uh, she's the the wife, and she turns out to be the super. Like she's just yeah. I've always sort of think thought Charlize Theron is just one of my favorite actresses. She's amazing. Um, I'm going to back up Jack on the next one. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez comes in as sort of my sort of like my sort of Jason Statham kind of one. Like she's just like legit badass and the amount of films i've seen where like you know she's done action films and she's just uh yeah she's just she's almost like action royalty at this point sort of like she sort of is that version of like you know like she's not she's you know because obviously unfortunately this women don't get this sort of headline kind of thing but like she's just 21st century action to me um one that has been mentioned uh a few times then but is ming na wen and um, she is ace. She's absolutely fantastic. Obviously, you know, she's now in Star Wars. But to me, as young me, not sitcoms. No, no, no. She's Chun-Li. This, this is from Street Fighter. Like, again, not a good film. But, like, yeah. Uh, the woman embodies, um, like, Street Fighter to me. So, yeah, she, she Ming-Na Wen has been one of those that sort of came and went and then came back again. And you're just like, oh, where have you been? I don't care. Stay with us this time. You're amazing. Like, please stick around. And also, a three. She owns the triumvirate for um, 
the Disney tri- Trinity. Uh, she's in Star Wars. She's she was in Agents of Shield, so she's covered Marvel, and she's also obviously the voice of Mulan. And so she's a Disney princess. So she yeah, so she has covered all three bases. So. And I believe she's doing the voice of Mulan again in an upcoming game. Oh really? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah so so uh, that's good. I'm glad mm. that she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can still pull that off. Yeah, fair play. Uh, right, this one's a staple for all of us, I think. But Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Is just she's just yeah I think like you say she's um strong powerful confident like you know um she's one of those actresses that no matter what she's in like she's always at least pretty good like she's never I don't think I've ever seen her be like bad um and so yeah she was just sort of like an easy one but like, these first four were just like yep 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 like that was the easy one sort of done um it's so interesting to see them coming through again and again like these you know it's sort of uh. More diversity than I would say if you were to do this as a male list, though, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm going to throw in my wild cards, my last two. So I've done one to four, so five and six, a bit of a, a bit of wild cards, not been mentioned yet. And so I'm going to throw them in. The next one I've got is Adrienne Palicki. Oh, yeah. So Adrian... Who's that? Yeah, she was Mockingbird and Shield. She was Mockingbird. She, and she, she was in Wonder a pilot Woman. for Wonder Woman. Yeah, She's the now... first John Wick. Yeah, yeah. She's in the first one, yeah, and she's uh, she's now in the uh, on the Orville. Um, mm. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, that's a, that is a phenomenal show, uh, but she's also sort of the, and she she covers her action sort of credentials in that as well. So she's done plenty. So Adrian Palicki is just one of those actresses again. Th- I think could have got more, could have achieved more, but for some reason never quite made it. Um, but she's yeah, she's funny. She's she you know she carries herself a bit like you were saying before. Like she's not um, she's very sort of like cat like. She's very sort of like uh, a very slender woman. But like you you get the feeling like she would kick your ass. Like you get mm. it. Like, you're like oh yeah you 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 carry yourself a certain way. For me she's all because she she's in Friday Night Lights which I absolutely mm. loved and she was Tim Riggins's girlfriend at the start of that in season one and he's like the he he well, we want it's um can't think what his name is now. Gambit in the terrible movie oh, oh, oh. and John Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. Taylor. Taylor Kitch. Kitch. Poor guy. Another person who should be bigger than he is. Mm. But she was like, you, you saw those two were together. They were the power couple, but I don't necessarily mean the most powerful couple in the school. It was like, don't mess with these two. Bloody hell. Yes, yeah. and I how you two you're talking about now. If you'd said Friday Night Lights, would have been like, yes, got it. <laughs> okay, go check her out. Another thing, she's doing good stuff. <laughs> uh, and my last one then, a bit more wild case, is Nomi Rapace. Oh, she is definitely like she and Netflix have decided to make herself an action star. Yes, they? yeah. I, I've watched, I've watched quite a few of them, and they're good. But going back to even like the um, the you know Dragon Tattoo, uh, the Millennium sort of trilogy, the films that she did, and then coming off the back of that, she's done several. Like she did one with um, Colin Farrell, and there was um, she yeah, and she did a couple of like whatever happened um, to Monday. Yes, that yeah, she does so. So I've watched quite a few of them. So I actually, um, here's another one that's just sort of like she know she doesn't look particularly sort of like badassery, but I think like yeah, I'd have her as sort of like she'd be the sneaky one, sort of like she's quite small and compact and petite, and I think like yeah, she'd be my sort of the sort of spy of the of the sort of the team, the sort of the sneaky sort of um, the sneaky one. So that's our teams. So mm. we've got we 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 have gone across generations and continents across it. That's a, a phenomenal list. But 
I was just looking at it. There's, there are people that I didn't have Michelle Yeoh in 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 um, in this list, but she came up several times. Ming Na Wen's come up several times. Zoe Saldana has come up, I think, for everybody pretty much. Um, and uh, yeah, again, like Charlie Theron's come up a few times. So we've got like, and then we've got Queen Latifah, Jennifer Garner. Um, it's interesting how, like, say, although he's got a lot of diversity, there's some great sort of like actresses in there. And we've also we've all referenced great films that they've done. Yeah, they all have, and that's the thing too. I think there's not enough female action films. There's some bad ones. Let's not pretend. I mean, I've watched some really terrible female action movies. Um, I will watch whatever junk action movies. That's my jam. All of us love that shit. But I think also it, it's a little bit harder to get. Um, I mean, people will throw money at a janky Charles Bronson or you know Chuck Norris movie. But if you're gonna make a woman action star movie, you gotta make it a good movie too, right? So I think that's part of why the movies that a lot of these ladies are in are better because mm -hmm. they just kind of have to be to get produced. Where it's like, we need $5 million and Chuck Norris is going to kick somebody in tight pants. Sold. Or <laughs> this, you know, you just need something more to be like, well, what's the hook? What's the appeal? What's the whatever? Um, so I think that's probably part of, part of why too. Yeah, because movie producers forget that women actually go to the cinema more than men do. Mm -hmm and consume more films more than men and it's like well maybe we don't want to watch Sylvester Stallone beating somebody up again maybe we want to watch a cool woman do it like right Amer have you ever watched watched the Americans I have watched not the first the oh, I, watched I mean the first. you should yeah, amazing. I've seen like an amazing tv show but Kerry Russell is somebody who was nearly on my list when I was mm -hmm. first initially thinking about it but she fell off just because of some of the others and I think they've had the film work that backs them up more. But the reason the Americans are so good is because Kerry Russell is an amazing actress, but she kicks ass. She is the action hero in that show. I mean, there's also other things that make it amazing. I shouldn't just distill it down to that. Um, but it's like, it is a show that, I mean, it's so smart and clever, but the female lead is badass and will slit your throat, beat the shit out of you, more so than the male character he mm. he is not like that at all he is a lot softer and it's so unusual and i'm just like why does that not get translated to the big screen why are we not seeing action films where it's it's it is the softer male side and the harder female side like i am 100 there for it i think there's a, I do, I do think there's a reason for that um although Although I really didn't like it, if you watch uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, and it was—I didn't dislike it for this reason. But you looked—if you look at the sort of the um, the relationship between Thor and um, Lady Thor, but as um, uh, Mighty Thor, Mighty Jane Thor, Foster. Jane Foster. Thank you. I was trying to name. Uh, that's definitely there. Like she has got like that more. She, she, you know, for most of the film, like she's not more brutal in any way, but she has more of an edge than 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 Thor because they've himboed Thor, um, and so for, that's why I do think sort of like they can get away with it, or they think they can get, they get away with it when there's a comedy edge. Do you know what I mean? If you were to play it straight, yeah, you you, you know you know the world we live in, don't you? Like <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't you wouldn't hear the end of it. Like it, it probably would. I would I would again, I'd happily watch it. I think there's been some films. That have done quite well in that, but even when it's alluded to, like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, 
uh, Angelina Jolie and, and Brad Pitt. Like, you know, she's in that. They, they even acknowledge like she's the, the better fighter of the two of them. Um, but, you, you know, you can do it in a comedy way. But the moment you try and play it straight, I think too much testosterone gets hurt. That's what happened with Salt. That's why Salt wasn't the mm. hit that it deserved to be because mm. they didn't play it for laughs. And Salt is fucking amazing. It's yeah, Salt's a good film. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I'm mm. amazed Angela Jolie's not your list for it, but maybe she'll come up later. Mm. I, I'm not going to guess this, but I, Angela Jolie was originally on my list and I took mm-hmm. her off. And there's a reason for that. Um, it's more a case of just sort of like, I, although I think she's a great actress and she's done some good films. Does it? I can only tolerate it on screen for a certain amount of time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. No, seriously, it's not like a personal thing. It's just after a while, she starts to grate on me. Where I'm just like, okay, well, I think I'm jollied out now. I think I'll just, I'll just leave it. Um, and I've never really put my finger on what it is, but she just kind of grates. There's other actors. Does, act- does she make you feel small because she's no. so fantastic? <laughs> no, it's not particularly. Like, oh, I can't. I cannot watch this strong woman she makes me feel so <laughs> weak and i can't handle it Ugh. no it's not really that because there's so many others it's it's because there are male actors that are the same where i'm just like i'm sort of done with you and i don't know he's like christian bale's the same where i'm like i recognize you're really good but i can only seem to tolerate you for so much and then i'm sort of like we so you know i don't know it's weird I, i've just got odd tastes we are still waiting for that great like female-led action franchise really aren't we like proper mm. like a-list i know that we could probably ream off some cynthia rothrock and stuff like that but there's you think of like columbiana you know with zoe saldana why wasn't that a sequel yeah, or, yeah, or peppermint like why is peppermint yeah. not got mm. six death wish sequels like death wish has or mm. uh, why hasn't michelle rodriguez been given her own starring vehicle where is she did blonde too like yeah she the, the, unfortunately some of them have had great films that we've mentioned a few there right um, Columbine and like say Peppermint and look at some of those even like um, Michelle Yeoh's had a few but like Charlize Theron even Charlize Theron like you know yeah Atomic Blonde, yeah. Blonde, really, Blonde. Like, why has that not got more I'm, um, I'm here for it give yeah. me Atomic Blonde 2 through 6 uh, I'm all signed up yeah exactly unfortunately Michelle Rodriguez signed up to do a film where she plays a man for the first 10 minutes of the film you and I uh, well, you and I discussed that the assignment is yeah. called the assignment in America I have Turn not seen Sigourney this Weaver. film or heard of it right it's I'm, I'm, Sigourney Weaver it's yeah, worth watching it, it's, it, it's, one, it's a real oddity where Michelle Rodriguez plays a man for the first part of the film and okay. then she is a, she is uh, attacked and said he so he's attacked and stated and wakes up as a woman and has gone through um wow gender, gender reassignment. reassignment and the film is then is then the Michelle Rodriguez trying to find out who did this to it in some sort of weird John Wick way and it's but like you're like right they're going for hard hitting but I can still tell that the start of the film is jo- is Michelle Rodriguez in a bad beard <laughs> it's really bad. But I watched it and you watched it, Scott. So what is that? Oh, you yeah, yeah, Sigourney yeah. Weaver's it's, also in it, everybody. Yeah, it's worth seeing just for one of those oddities where you're like, like it got past scripting. It yeah. got past it got past know, budgeting. It got past anything. It, it sounds so problematic. I think oh, it I is. Oh, it is. Michelle's it's... a producer on that film. Yes. It was a film she wanted to make. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the costuming, the costuming and the makeup in the first 10 to 15 minutes is something to behold. It's amazing. Yeah. I even say watch it right now. Everybody, yeah. stop what you're doing. Stop Quit pause this. Watch it. Pause yeah. this. Go find out what it's called and watch it and then come in back. In your and... country, in America, it's called the assignment. Yeah, I think it's called something else over here. I can't yeah. But you'll find just look for just go on IMDB, look at Michelle Rodriguez. You won't miss it on Michelle Rodriguez's is um 
list of films. Seriously. And a few people have tried, haven't they? Like we had um, Jolt last year, but that wasn't yeah. very good. Was uh, that, but that was Kate, um, Kate Beckinsale, yeah. Kate Beckinsale. That was all right. But, it was fun, but it wasn't. But mm. Kate was good with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That was a good film. But that's like a dead. That's um, not to spoil the ending, but that's more of a. Difficult to have a second. DOA. It's, yeah, yeah it's a DOA. DOA. It's exactly yeah. it's a DOA. So it's sort of a D- Yeah, can't really have a follow on with that. No. Um, but there's been a couple. Right, let's get into mentors then. Right, so we're mm. going to go around again. We're going different order. This is the character that's acted as a mentor to either the leader, but you know, maybe one of those things that gets them a job. Those kinds of things. So, I read bad drum roll. Jack, hit me with your mentor. Who's your mentor? Uh, there was only one choice for me in this one, and I think the movie that that made me want to pick her as the mentor is maybe not the obvious one. I've gone for Linda Hamilton. As judgment, <laughs> but um, it's actually because of her performance in Dark Fate. I think she's brilliant as that more grizzled Sarah Connor. I've toyed with the idea of Lena Headey actually because of her performance of Sarah Connor in the Sarah Connor. Mm. But um, you can't. I, I, I had to have Linda Hamilton in here somewhere, and this is where she fit for me. Right before we go any further, you and I have just just completely collided because it's exactly what I had was Linda Hamilton, and it is that that sort of like. Her in, in Dark Fate was mm. was what won me over because again I was just like, just that sort of almost slightly you know drunk belligerent sort of like cynical mm. angry kind of I was like that is she, she plays that to her T and she's so good in it and the way she oh we may have lost Jack we shall move on I wait for him I to can't remember the character like the, the oh, young yeah. woman that in that film I think is excellent oh yeah so the way she mentors through like the the, the character in the movie. Mm. And then, and even like the um, the the, the cyborg as well. That like she's kind of a mentor for both the men of the, the female characters and that. I think yeah, so she's really great in that movie. Yeah, no, hundred percent, totally agree with that. So all right, that's two of us down for Linda Hamilton. All right, and Tony, hit me with your mentor. Oh, everybody's favorite favorite sexiest Mrs. Claus in the history of the world, Charlie herself. Oh, Jack's making a face. Gina Davis. Oh, I Ryan. couldn't tell where you were going I'm with sorry. that. No, I was confused. <laughs> the face I was like, "What the hell is he going on?" I'm sorry. I was running through <laughs> Christmas films and going like, "Mrs. Claus." Like, <laughs> what is this film? <laughs> you have all seen it, uh, yes. and you yes. all yes. love yes. the long. It is I, one of my and favorite. And she did films. that in Cutthroat Island in the same year. And I know, say what you want Oof. about Cutthroat Island, but she also made Thumb and Louise. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, she's an Olympic level archer in real yes. life. Yeah. And in my head canon, she shows up in Ava. Jessica almost made my list. But she shows up in Ava, and in my head canon, Ava is in the Long Kiss Goodnight universe. And the reason that she's such a pissy grump in this movie is because she is Charlie, and Ava is her daughter. And she's pissed that she's, like, not living her life. So Gina Davis is my mentor because I feel like Long Kiss Goodnight is Shane Black's... I mean, it's not my favorite Shane Black movie. It's the best Shane Black movie. And... She's awesome. And it, I know, Jack, you're shaking your head. I know. We, I mean, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I understand. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's also Sam Jackson's favorite movie that yeah. he's ever been in. Because Gina Davis is so goddamn badass in that movie. So to me, she because of her, she's the non-Gen Xer in this. She's barely a boomer. She's like on that edge. But she just did it first. She blazed the trail for the rest of my ladies. If, if Long Kiss Night Goodnight didn't happen, I don't think a lot of the other movies would have happened. And I just fucking of that movie. No, I know that's good. So much. Yeah, so good argument. Yeah. Jane Black's an odd one, isn't he? Because he's sort of like, because you do go back and you watch these films. There's that, Lethal Weapon, um, Last Boy Scout. 
um kiss kiss Superman, and you go oh yeah there's written some amazing films he's got so he's really switched on to this and then you watch the Predator, and you just oh. like, man, that guy's a <laughs> fucking prick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what well, that? I don't know. Anyway, so, anyway, yeah. the point. Right. Yes. Regina Davis is a great choice. Okay, Rhea, hit me with your mentor. Who have we got? Well, funny enough, Tony, it's not Gina Davis, but she nearly was my mentor. But she unfortunately got into a fist fight with Pam Greer. Oh, Pam won. <laughs> because <laughs> long kiss goodnight is one of my favorite action movies and i also think it's the best shane black film sorry jack um and i think she is you're allowed to be wrong <laughs> i mean i'm right but sure um and i think yeah i think she paved the way for so many other women to take on complex strong women roles um and just in real life, she's awesome as well. Go check out the Gina Davis Institute, just to go have a look. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Feminism, woo! Um, but yeah, so she unfortunately lost to Pam, who, who it, it doesn't help that I recently did Spider-Dan for Pam Greer. And, you know, you go back and you watch her films and you're like, holy shit. Like, how is Pam Greer not bigger? Because I know, right? Because she's a cult icon. She's not mm. mainstream. You can go up to somebody in the street and they won't know who you're talking about. Yeah. And she is, like, she is the definition of, of like, strength, grace, like, pure sex, intelligence. She would, she would just be, like, getting my team together and being like, this is what you're doing, bam, bam, bam. I've organised you all off your, off your crack. And then if, like, if there was going to be a twist and it was going to be, you know that like the the mentor had screwed them all over I mean Pam would not do this but if it was that the mentor had screwed them all over and it was Pam had like stolen all the money or weapons or whatever you'd totally be like yeah yeah <laughs> you guys deserved it yeah, yeah. still yeah. the ending from yeah. Bill and Ted's Baker's journey she can just unzip herself <laughs> yes. and there's somebody else inside her <laughs> you're totally oh, like yeah, anomalous. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you she say, is amazing you, you want this it's a great choice um like Pam Greer, I'm so glad she's on somebody's list because it's, it's well, well deserved. One of the things that's interesting though is just that, and this is something I did want to bring up, and I'm, I'm so I'm going to use this segue. We've mentioned Michelle Yeoh, and we now mentioned Pam Greer, and you mentioned obviously those Gen X kind of sort of like heroes. But we've also talked about Ming Na Wen, and you know a couple of people obviously mentioned others. But it's interesting how action, as in you know, predominantly male action, comes from like cop films and sort of like thrillers and that sort of thing. It's usually sort of like a white male cop and then, or a white male soldier, you know, sort of like and then grew into the 80s with Stallone and Arnie and Van Damme and so on and so forth. You know, Chuck Norris. All very white, all very sort of like, you know, big muscly boobs, that kind of thing. Right? But with, with female-driven action, it comes from those cult subgenres. Like it's really driven by uh, Hong Kong cinema, uh, black exploitation, even European cinema, like Italian cinema and stuff, has had more sort of female sort of uh, action-led things than 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 the American and the West. So it is interesting how sort of you know you say about her being a cult icon, and you you are one hundred percent correct. But it is right. It's weird how sort of everybody else was sort of doing it. But it never broke the mainstream because it wasn't the, the the West or the American Hollywood in particular was very focused on this male-driven uh, action wagon. But yeah, they are out there, early early adopters of it. Um, it's well worth checking out those sorts of early films. Cool, learning stuff as we go. 
All right, it's time for the villain and their henchmen. We're going to go for a twofer this time. And uh, so we're going to go back round. So the villain and their hedge person. Go on then, Rhea. Ooh, okay. You can go first. So I like a villain who has good motivation. They're so much more interesting and so much more compelling. Well, I mean, sometimes I do also want a villain who's got a bad Russian accent and somebody goes and shoots them. That <laughs> so is... So Jason Fleming. Fleming yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Like, Gary Oldman in Air Force One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I do okay. enjoy those villains a lot, and that is awesome. But for my... For in my fictional fictional expendables, I want a villain who can who has charisma and can charm you, but is also a badass lady. So my villain is Angelina Jolie. Nice. Mm. I thought you were going to tell me to say Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> I mean, Here, give me here's all my yeah, money, ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> I would be well up for that. It's too hard, isn't it? It's just too many amazing women. Um, so yes, Angelina Jolie, and how, now her sidekick is somebody who has appeared on your teams, and I like what I've done here. <laughs> so proud of myself, <laughs> um, because I think this is another actress who has a lot of charisma, and she often walks the bad girl line, like she's the wrong side of the tracks, but she's actually good, and that is Michelle Rodriguez. I want I want villains that are likable. Yeah. Not even likable, but charismatic, that you, you can understand where they're coming from. Nice. This, well, can I, I'm going to jump in because she's my sidekick too. Ah! Ah! Jump, I'm going to jump in line because my, 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 um, it was torn. It, I went back and forth and I even crossed it out. There's even a cross out on my list here. Um, I crossed out a name right there. It said Ronda Rousey. It was like, out you go, Ronda Rousey, because you're in Expendables 3, so you don't get to be you get yeah. me in this universe. So out you go. So I made my side. So Michelle Rodriguez was on my list of six, but it's like, no, no, she has crossed the line. In the last Resident Evil she was in, she played a baddie, mm-hmm. even though she was a reboot of herself. So Michelle Rodriguez is my henchwoman and my villain, my supreme queen, playing against type, you would never see it coming. Is Michelle Yo, everybody? Double <laughs> ah! whammy, Michelle. Nice. Right. I love that so right. Nobody would see it coming because you're like, oh, there's Michelle Yo. She's always a hero. So fuck everybody. She's going to be the bad guy because she is tired of your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love having, that. Having having watched sort of like um, everything, everywhere, all at once, I could imagine her just being tired of everyone. Of your bullshit. Like, yeah. Well, okay, now I'm, doing, I'm done with this. Just the- as an actor, she's been she's done everything. She's gonna win an Oscar, right? For this, for everything ever all at once. So everybody will find the world will finally know who Michelle Yeoh is. But it's like we who know her and love her are like so that's why I made her the villain. Cause like as an actor, she's I've never seen her play a hardcore baddie, but except mm-hmm. in Crazy Rich Asians. When I saw she was casting Crazy Rich, and I read that book and then I'm like, oh my God, the grandma's Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> that is gonna be amazing to see her be just a huge bitch. And the fact that she pulled that off so well, I'm like, that's that was and, the decision. And what I love it because I also read Crazy Rich Asians, and then she was cast in films like yeah. I am here for it. Yeah. Is that she? And I may be misremembering. Is she wanted to infuse her with a 
with she wanted her to both be like scary and cold and and all the things that she is and she brings up but also she's like I want to infuse her with a little bit of softness and I'm like you are the scariest mm-hmm. mother-in-law in the whole entire world <laughs> where is this softness like- I didn't see it because again with your mother-in-law I could just kick you through till next week <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's my those are my so I'm sorry I wanted to jump us into no 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 Go then, Jack, give us yours then. Villain and henchwoman, what have you got? So again, for my main villain, it's somebody that's come up before, but I've shifted her down to my villain. I'm going to have uh, Thron, Charlize Thron, as my villain. She's going to be Michaela Villane. She is Villain. a nice. Machiavellian villain. Yeah. Nice. You know, you say, I want to say, before you say Villain, as, as you know, that is literally the name of Jean-Claude Van Damme's character in The Expendables. It is, you're quite right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I like the fact you've oh, extended it. But you, well, you've extended it. Yeah. In the Kayla Villain, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Macavillian. I like that. But I think I think she's another one who, mm. well, we know, you know, she was in Monster in a very dramatic role and got her mm. Oscar for that. So we've seen her play the more sinister side before. She she could pull it off easily. Like she could do anything oh, she yeah. wants, really. So, and, and as you said, she's been in the Fast and Furious, but not as an out and out villain character. I'd quite like to see her as somebody like proper. For want of a better phrase, moustache twirling. Mm. I don't know what the I'm low pigtail twirling doesn't quite work. No, I'm, no not sure. I'm not stroking. sure. Chin stroking. Chin stroking. I think she could pull that off. No, really is gonna know. I don't know. What is it then? What's the equivalent to a mustache mustachio twirling? I, I don't know, but I don't like any of these. <laughs> a feather boa twirling? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Shut, shut down. Let's move on. Yeah. There's a there's a little insight to my childhood there, people. Um, <laughs> trying to be creative. Shut down. Yeah, just be good. Uh, be good then, creative. And then for my henchwoman, I've gone really, really left field, and this was like not quite as last minute as Sophie Patella, who was I did a last bit of last minute research today, but was last week. I watched a movie called Samaritan, starring Sylvester Stallone. Which mm. is a very average movie, mm-hmm. but I thought there was an actress in that who had loads of screen presence, and that was Sophia Tatum playing the henchwoman in that movie. She was great. I mm. thought she was fantastic. So she is Luna Tick in my <laughs> in my team up. I think she's somebody. We there's somebody who I would have cast in this who we're not going to talk about who I can't have anymore because she's not a very of nice course. person and she's not yeah. in the Star Wars universe anymore. She's the she obvious pick. A... Yeah. This is the actress, I think, that could go on and do her stuff. Her stuff that she now is not allowed to do. Yeah, fair. Yeah. That's a good shout, actually. That's it a is. very, very good point. Um, I wanted to go against type as well for my villains, and so both of mine have already been mentioned today. Um, <clears throat> but the villain, I felt like I wanted someone who had that sort of bit of presence and charisma, um, but also was sort of like, look, didn't, you know, it was more associated with not so much innocence, but something different. So actually, my villain is played by Jennifer Garner. Oh, so she's made all four lists, and so is yeah. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. Nice. Uh, and her henchwoman. So she, she's, she can. I know that you know she can look after herself. Like she could, she can, you know, pick up a machine gun or throw a, throw a knife. Like I'm happy that she'd look after herself. But you know, you know, these people never want to get their hands completely dirty. So she's got a real. Badass, kick-ass henchwoman in Mia Djokovic as her. Tony, I love her so much. She, I don't care if she's good or bad, as long as she's there, man. I love her so much. What, in my head, right? Because you, and I, I was thinking, what I want is, I want 
what I want in the showdown is you obviously have Jennifer Garner versus Charlize Theron in the in the, their end battle, right? And that's usually like the big one, isn't it, sort of thing. But then you want like a sub battle where it's sort of like one of the team versus. So I wanted Ming Na Wen versus Mia Djokovic. I was like, that's the fight I want. That's the fight I'm having. See, and that was my thing. I have Ming Na Wen v Michelle Yeoh. Mm. I mean, that's the sequel to Versus that we didn't get, right? The Jet Li, Jason Statham film, which mm-hmm. you'll be covering soon, I hear. But uh, isn't that what that's called, Versus? The one. No, no, they were in two together. Oh, okay. Chaos. Chaos. No, no, no. Jet Li and Jason, not Chaos. Oh, that's the Wesley Snipes one. Mm. Yeah, that's the Wesley Snipes one. Isn't it just called Versus? Let me consult my list. Please. There's one, there's one, there's one called X versus War. Seven. War. War. Sorry, it's War. Yes. So the what is it good for? Would be <laughs> would be Ming Na Wen. The sorry, Jack. I, I didn't mean to. I don't know why I thought it was covers. But anyway, I want. That's exactly what I was thinking, Scott. Having Ming Na Wen and Michelle Yeoh fight for ten minutes at the end. I want that. Yeah. And that's the thing as well with like mine. I wanted them to not just be villains that are standing there going. <laughs> That's why I, I, I didn't fight. Pick I want, yeah, like, yeah, I want them to fight. I want them to to be physical. I want mm. them to have chases. I want them to be firing blimmin' rocket launchers and shit like that. Like I want it to be like a proper full out fight, tits to the wall fight. Like don't just stand there twirling your handbag around your head. Come on, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Still back, working no? on it. Still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. true. One of the things I think we've all sort of said, as you said, some of the actresses that we put into this uh, that have come up repeatedly, you know, like you said, uh, Michelle Yeoh, um, Charlize Theron, Jennifer Garner, sort of, you know, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, these are virtually every list, aren't they? Yeah, there's obviously there's a core there that you are going like, you know, these are people that we we independently have thought of this list, and these names have come again, and it does make you wonder to say like. It wasn't hard to put this list together. It, <laughs> it was hard to narrow it down right. what I yeah. really wanted. Yeah, I didn't. Zoe Salanda. I've got a lot of reserves. Me too. Yeah. Zoe Salanda, Zoe Kravitz. Neither of them are on my list, but they almost were. Yeah, Zoe Saldana was on. Oh yeah, it was on several. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the other there was a few. That I'll say, I, you know, I didn't choose uh, Angie Jolie, but she makes sense on the list. Uh, there's a few of them. I had Jennifer Garner, but like Jennifer Lawrence popped into my head. I was thinking, you know. Wouldn't mind. It'd be interesting. I thought her. It was up between her and Jennifer Garner for villain. I'd be quite interested. But yeah, there's so many that I was just like, oh no, yeah, this could be such a like Ronda Rousey. She said, sort of like you know, she's almost yeah, she's put herself out by being in the Expendables. Um, but yeah, I was I was really sort of like thinking like, but why hasn't this happened? And I went back and there was sort of like there's been um, there has been like you know more recently these these female tried to leave female led action they did the three is it the three, three five, five, five five I haven't got around to watching it yet. It, it, the problem with it is is the uh, um, the Chinese actress um, Bing Bing she couldn't get out of the country for tax purposes so they <laughs> CGI'd her in they like had her stunt double there and it was so really really obvious and bad and they should have just cut it. Mm. And then had her scene as the stinger at the end. So you just have the four of them because the four of them were very good. And then you have that as a stinger at the end to set it up. And I think it would have worked better. But they shot around it because they paid her. So they filmed a bunch of her solo scenes. And it's very obvious. She's like standing in a room in Beijing somewhere saying her lines to a camera. And then here's Jessica and Lupicia. Mm. These amazing award-winning actresses 
staring at nobody. It was so <laughs> poorly edited. So it should have been amazing. And they should have just cut her from the film, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I watched it, though, of course. I was all on it because it premiered yeah. on Peacock here. And I have that as part of my cable package. So it's like yeah. sold. It's worth probably checking out. But there's something like there's a there's a list here. There's a there's this isn't hard. Like, mm. and I, so the question is like so why hasn't like you said why hasn't this been done? Because this would be something like the expender bells. Like I remember when it was put, it was an, not something announced, but it was sort of like floated around mm. Hollywood. <clears throat> As you were saying, Jack, like ten years ago or something, mm. expendables was first coming out. And even then I was just like, Yeah, cool, do it. And everyone was talking like, you know, even like Sigourney Weave would be the sort of like oh. rock and and You'd have all these other characters in it. And I'm like, cool, do it. <laughs> and we've had Ocean's 8, and that did well. That was mm, a, I don't know if it set the world on fire, but it did well. And it, it boxed up as far as it was it reviewed fairly well. well. Enough, That's no. the problem. Because if it's the problem, because the answer is the patriarchy. That is the answer why this mm. doesn't exist. And it's even if, you know, it's the classic that you can make a very middling action film. And people, producers will go, let's just chuck that director more money either to make a sequel or another middling action film. But if a woman makes an action film and we see this over and over again, and it's not like sit in the box office on fires, oh, there's no appetite for it. The audience don't want to see it. Oh, it's too risky. And it's like, but it's not, is it? It's just because you don't believe in women because the patriarchy. Mm, look at Catherine Bigelow, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we see it time and time again. And just from this conversation, I can guarantee you from listeners, you can tell there is an appetite for it, mm. but we currently live in a world where that doesn't exist. The safe thing is Disney Marvel sequels. And it's just sort of, you know, if you had, if you're going to do this some way, you'd have to do it on an indie budget, but have all the big stuff and that just, you can't do that. Well, there's two no. things to that. I would say, obviously, and I know Jack, I needled you and needled you to watch it. And you finally did the spy who dumped me. Mm. Is everything it's you great. just said? It's great. I love that film. We so saw good. it in the theater and we laughed hysterically because it is beat for beat every single bad action movie, even with the un ridiculous, no need is full that, frontal male nudity. Is that um, Myla Kunis and, and Kate, Kate McKinnon? Yeah. It's, Kate McKinnon is my queen. I just love that woman. She's so, so great in it. It's so funny and it's so stupid. Mm. It's beat for beat. If you just, if you made it, two dudes in the exact same movie and the problem was people were like oh we thought it was going to be a comedy well it is funny but it is still just an action movie it's still just yeah, a yeah, spy yeah. thriller so there's that so what you're saying but that movie actually doubled its budget peppermint doubled its budget it's the problem is is it didn't quadruple its budget it didn't yeah. do well in china so they're like oh well listen if you spent 15 million on an indie action film and you made 45 million after everything after home rentals and everything then you should get a fucking sequel because you tripled your budget. This is where I miss canon films because they'd be like, yes, exactly. let's make 10 more of these. The other thing is that TV is where it's at. And I've not watched the Anna or the Hannah series yet. No, I've not I, seen Ronan was on my shortlist here. Just, but she hasn't really done a ton of action. But she's great in Hannah. I don't know if you guys saw the movie mm -hmm. version of that. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. But that as a TV series has done very well. Mm. And I think... Jolt was directed, released direct to Amazon. So I think there's a place on TV for this. And like mm. I said, Peppermint did really well on Netflix. So it's like men will, people will watch it if they don't have to, they don't have to go to the theater and buy a ticket or something. So maybe the place for this mm. female action mm. is on the small screen. I, I, 100%. Yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, this is one of those things where, um, because I, I look at Netflix and some of the direct that they produce at the moment, like they had, uh, a film with The Rock in it, like Dwayne Johnson, 
Um, red notice. R- yeah, red notice. Red, the, yeah, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. And it's got these big names. It's got a big budget. It was all kind of things. It was possibly one of the the worst, dullest action adventure films I've ever watched. Like it was when you come out of it and you go, "Huh, that was awful." <laughs> like, I, you know, like I literally felt like my pulse, pulse was never raised in that film. Like it was dire. Um, and you're right, and you go, "So much more could have been made in its place." And then the, you say like the, the Netflix has done a couple of those like Naomi Rapace films, or they've just been made and then dumped on Netflix. But they're actually pretty good. And I do think that there's a there's a home on streaming for these things where you can try things. I mean, this is the kind of thing that, uh, from a horror perspective, if you go mm. that way, Blumhouse does well. They do, they have they have an, a, 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 a deal with Amazon, don't they? Where they've got like Blumhouse Presents. So they're like, we've got this director and we've got this idea. We don't really think it can play big yet, but we want to try it. So we're going to go, you know, they produce like The Manor, which is actually pretty good. And so there's a part of me that's going, I want, I'm wanting that. I'm looking, oh, you say Canon film. I'm waiting for some sort of streaming to just go, we're going to start making these films. Yeah, we want Peppermint like two through eight. <laughs> yeah. And, I want, you know, or like we're going to create our own female action franchise. Like we want, you know, um, a Beverly Hills Cops on a kind of thing, or like something like that, like get someone who's funny or like... Like Tiffany Haddish. There you go. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 4, 5, 7 with Tiffany Haddish's lead. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, I love the Beverly Hills Cops film, Beverly Hills Cop films, and then you know, we're getting a fourth one. Great. But let's do something different. Like, Give me something, like, you know, give me Atomic Blonde 2 rather than Beverly Hills Cop 4. But like, I don't just know. Take, just take a risk on them potentially being shit. Like you take a risk on so other, so many other films being shit. That like you know, stream Netflix and Am- Netflix and Amazon just pumping shit out all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Like have a go at making or doing one, and even if it's shit, just put it on your platform and see if people watch it. Give some actresses a chance. Give some filmmakers a chance to just get this out there. It's all it needs. I agree. I'd love to do it. If I, you know, that would be the, like you say, choose some filmmakers. Um, there's two things I want to throw out just as a final thing um, before we wrap all this up. So there is another film I wanted to talk about today, and it's uh, and this is not to put down on anybody, because but it's you talk about independent films and bad choices, bad choices being made in by for poor studio films. There was a film from the early 90s or mid 90s, I think, called Skyscraper. And it's a diehard. Oh, Anna Nicole Smith. Skyscraper. It's an action film to behold. <laughs> she plays a helicopter pilot in it um, for some reason with no, I don't know what. Um, you mean you got... can't envision that? <laughs> Not that part of kind of vision. Imagine a flying <laughs> helicopter. It's the action. Yeah. You say about bad editing in the three five five. There is some of the because she. The, so I've, I've I know if someone who knows a bunch of stuff from behind the scenes, and she couldn't get some of the choreography for the fights. So there is scenes in that where she is throwing a punch, but there is literally not no what she's throwing a punch out of shot, and then they cut to a fist punching someone in the face and that sort of thing. Like samurai um, cop. That's got a level. It's um, it's phenomenal to see. It's it's a, it's one of those sort of bad, bad films that's so bad it's like entertaining, because there's actors in it that are really like the villain in it is really trying, 
Um, it's amazing. So yeah, go check out Skyscraper with Anna Nicole Smith. It's on my list, not to just self-promote myself, but for the pop grillers for this Christmas, I'm planning on doing 31 days of diehard derivatives. Nice. I've, I've watched quite a few already, but I've got a full list of things I want to work through, and that is on the list. Both skyscrapers? Skyscrapers on this. I've never seen it, but it's on there. But, but the, you... the, 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 the rock skyscraper, Smith. too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah fine. Great. Two done. Tick, tick. But you <laughs> describing it, Scott, made me think of a film that I have watched called No Contest. Right. Which is um, starring Shannon Tweed. Oof. Ooh, and wow. it's like a it's wow. like a beauty contest that gets taken over and she has to like and it's that thing of like she can't fight she is like it's so but it's it is that oh my god this is so bad it's great and it even got a sequel so <laughs> no contest no contest two coming to you this december can't wait so, yeah, I, I, I love that i love those ideas and watching those movies and tony you referencing canon and like so many of these films they're just they're so watchable mm. Well, Ninja 3 is a female. That's the thing. Can oh, you yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Ninja 3, they're like, we're going to put Domination, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right? And then you mentioned Cynthia Rockrock. They're like, oh, Rockrock. They're like, okay, yeah, whatever. Here's some money. And I know they made bad movies, but they were they didn't care. The, all the, they, the only reason they went bankrupt is because they made other bad choices. <laughs> yeah. Most of their mo- movies made money. Well, yes, they did. They made money, but that money they'd already spent that money four years previously. <laughs> so the best film. It's true. It was That's bad choices, but the st- but there's a market for that, and it's still, oh yeah 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 there is in this 100%. world like the new Fletch movie just got released on demand, and they're just like and everybody says it's John Hamm's best performance. It's better than the, the I mean the second Gina Davis was in the original Fletch, of course mm-hmm. with Larry, um, but everybody's like it's better than that, and John Hamm because he's you know he's a better actor than Chevy Chase, and he he's. But it, that didn't even get a release over here. It just went straight no, to streaming. Well, we haven't got it at all. It's not been but released over here. But that's what I'm saying. There's a market for stuff mm. like that. So just do it. Go ahead. Put it out there. Do a video on demand for three bucks. People will yeah. buy stupid shit. We watch. We all like bad movies. So I'm with you. Not even yeah, but, yeah just, just all films. I mean, you know. Yeah. The, the, um, Scott Adkins. Mm. <clears throat> just to throw in a sort of... The uh, Tax yeah. Collector. Yeah. What a, what a collective, film. The Collector films are great films. Anyway does bad films final thing i want to throw out there you've just mentioned something so you talked about christmas and the films mm. we watch at christmas and we watch what family films and comedies and love the animations and all that kind of stuff or and at halloween we watch spooky films and i'm going through sort of haunted house films at the moment so i'm actually going to say i'm, I'm going to promote this now easter should become action movie season i'm down I love it <laughs> putting it out there sold yeah done there you go. I mean, so we'll watch next listen. Easter. Pop drillers, do it. That's, okay. Yeah. There you go. We were looking for something to do. Easter after action. That's what yeah, it is. We're yeah. doing. Uh, we're doing. We are doing right now on Pop Gorillas, Uh We're doing four series. Mm. One of them is led by Mila. We're doing the. Um, and there's two female-led series because we're doing Scream, Ooh. Resident Evil, Chucky, and Final Destination. And, the final um, destination is mixed as well. To be it fair. is That's yeah, true. Really and yeah. the the Chucky that I just watched this morning, and I secretly low key love. I can't wait for you guys to hear my review. Seed of Chucky, Jennifer Tilly gives it her all, and she uh, is she great knew, in those movies. She yeah. it's not, Obviously, yeah. so there's a lot of female led stuff in those Chucky movies too, which are awful. But so it is. No, funny that, shut up. <laughs> women, but it's funny you mentioned horror though, and I know we're running out of time, and and I'm the yes. one who's got a heart out, but. Um, I would say that there is a room, there's a place in horror. Women get the lead, the final girl. So yes. if there's an audience there too, so we just need to move the meter from 
October to March and April, as you say, yeah. Scott, and be like, but, here we you're, go. You're so starting to see that, though, with films like You're Next, I think is a great example mm. of a horror film, which is an action film as well. Ready and, or not. You know, ready oh, or not, exactly. Is that the one with some, is that Samara Weaving? That yeah. Was, she was yeah. almost on my list, too. Happy she Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah. I was just thinking of Jessica know, Roth, yeah. We're, we're get, you know... I, Horror has always been more forward, has forward yes. thinking in, in stuff like that, and obviously having female leads and stuff like that. But you know, we can see there are some female action stars emerging from the yeah. horror genre. And I think um, Samra so is totally the one, you. right? Did you guys see Guns Akimbo? Yeah, mm. Guns Akimbo's ace. Dude, I, I love that. That movie's so stupid. Have you seen it, Rhea? I'm not yet. No, it's on our you watch list, which means we'll watch it in about amazing seven and a half it. years. She's time. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Jessica Henwick's the other one. Like, why have we let her go? Like, Iron Fist was crap, I know, but she was great in it as Colleen. Yeah. Like, she, she get her back in the action fold. Like, what we're wasting her. We are so, wasting her. Yeah, that was a bit of a... I think it was because of Misfire and it was on Netflix. I don't think anyone, not enough people saw it. There was enough exposure. But that, you're right, get them back. Get them back. Anyway, right, we are running out of time. And we could keep going. We could just keep we're going great. with this conversation. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to say I hope you've enjoyed us talking about these female-led acts, this act Spander Bells, because I think this is a great list, and I've really enjoyed doing this. But it proves Hollywood, you are listening, producers out there, <laughs> listen to what we're saying on 20th Century Geek. We want female-led action films. There are some fantastic stars out there that could do this. And if you don't do it, they're going to kick your ass. Go do it. Go do. We'll write one for you if you need to. But before we go, let's go around the table so people can say goodbye. I'll let Tony go first because he might need to leave. Tony! <laughs> I, I, want to, I don't want to leave. I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, my co the, the two of the people here are doing another show. They've got endurance like nobody. Like they're in their <laughs> own action movie. So yes, thank you, Scott, for this. This has been a joy and a pleasure. I love seeing all your happy faces. And so I have a website, arfarina.com, where you can get hold of me and all my things and links to my websites with shows with Jack, shows with Rhea, shows with you, Scott. I've been all over and um, send me a note uh, and I can't wait. I hope people tag you Scott and tell us what their action lists are. I'm mm, excited to yes. hear about it. Yes, let us know. Jack, what about yourself? How can people find you and listen to you? Main place to find me is on Twitter under I am Jack's Musings. That's J-A-C-S. And then yeah, alongside all the lovely comics motion stuff we're doing, we've got Pop Griller Seasons coming up and Rhea's about to just, well, she's not going to have any caffeine. She's drink caffeine. She's going to need to take something because I'm going to make a start for another 90 minutes to talk about Jason Statham in Revolver for my mm. Bachelor oh, Filmography I series. I Dan was going to do Revolver. You are a queen, Rhea. Chris Thanks. was meant to do Revolver, but we couldn't arrange it. Dan is being saved along with Andy for the upcoming In the Name of the King. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm not having to do that. At least I didn't have to do London, Tony. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Scott, yeah. we mentioned war. You're my man for war, I believe. I am, yes. Yeah. I can't, yeah, or whoever's doing in the name of the king, though. <laughs> Andy and Dan. I've saved Andy for his special rant. A doozy, that one, I tell you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Rhea, where can people find you? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Rhea Carrigan uh, and at Fairmont Film Pod on Twitter and all of the other places. Everybody else has mentioned Pop Grillers. I will probably go insane in December again and watch lots of. Do it. Oh, 41 new ones, Ria. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, You've got more than you can watch across this. Like, you can't even watch one a day. There's so many. What a joy. So join me as I lose my mind <laughs> once again from the festive period. Can't wait. That sounds fantastic. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. These three fantastic guests. Go check out their content. It's all wonderful and I highly recommend it. But if you enjoyed this today, like I say, let us know who would be in your 
expender belts what action stars do you want to see in these films heroes villains mentors let us know and if you like what we're doing leave a review go on your podcast uh, platform any numbers of stars but just let us know what you think preferably five if you love us uh, and check out our patreon there'll be a link down below and on our patreon we've got all kinds of things we've got 30 minute thoughts trekking through the twilight zone creator corner other bits and pieces all sat in there so ladies and gentlemen i hope you've enjoyed this it's been a fantastic pleasure talking to these wonderful people and i shall see you again soon mm-hmm.